Turb Albert and the Timon of Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest in this edition of Fangraphs Audio is an actual Major League Baseball player. He's a left-hander for the Cincinnati Reds. Owner of one of the more Italian names uh, in all the Major Leagues, Tony Singrani. Tony Singrani is unique among Major League pitchers in that he both, A, throws his fastball uh, over 80% of the time, and, uh, and also, B, has posted a strikeout rate nearly at 30%. At this point, it's, uh, it's right about at 30%. While Singrani's fastball velocity is uh, probably slightly above average, it's not uh, necessarily elite. And even if it were, his fastball induces swinging strikes at a rate uh, considerably above his peers, uh, his peers in terms of uh, those other pitchers who throw their fastballs at a similar velocity. And what follows, which is a conversation I had with Singrani on Monday, July 8th, uh, 2013, the visiting clubhouse at Miller Park. In this conversation, I ask uh, Singrani about his fastball. I ask him a bunch about his fastball. I ask him about his other pitches as well. He's got three of them now. Uh, he's got a changeup, a slider, and a curve. He's got all uh, three other uh, or three secondary pitches. And I also ask him uh, for reasons that are almost entirely self-serving about his Italian heritage. You notice that I mentioned that um, working on a piece about Italian Americans or at least players of Italian descent. In Major League Baseball, that may or may not be the case. I think I am, uh, but I'm also uh, not necessarily a person who's likely to follow through on projects like that. In any case, I asked Tony Segrani about that. So what is it? It's Fangraphs Audio. Who does it feature? Cincinnati Reds left-hander Tony Segrani with an excellent fastball. When does it begin? Right now. But in talking to him, in talking to him, though, uh, you know, we figure out uh, a little bit about his process too—not just okay. the product, I guess, but how he gets there. Okay. And um, that's one of the things we do at the site. Um, Want to do a similar idea with you? Uh, in particular, of course, you're going to be starting tomorrow's game. Mm-hmm. You spent some time both in the rotation uh, and in the bullpen this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a unique approach. I'm sure you're aware of it. In that, uh, you get a lot of swings and misses on a fastball. Uh, your fastball, I think, probably has slightly above average velocity, but guys who throw the same speed as you do don't get as many swings and misses. Mm-hmm. So the sort of go-to word scouts will use is deception. Oh yeah, right. But deception is like this umbrella term. Yeah, and uh, it can mean a lot of different things, I yeah. guess. So I'm curious, like for you, what do you think is the thing that works about your fastball? Um, my arms almost late when my foot comes and my body starts opening. My arms just a tad late, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, that that adds deception. That's my deception. My glove hands up a little bit, so it kind of makes them look there, and then the ball comes through out of that. Um, now, is it so? What, so, if that's a thing that you do, why isn't it something that everyone does? I've been doing that since I was seven years old. I don't know. That's probably <laughs> so. Why. It's just it's just something that's totally natural for you. Yeah, it's just uh, that's that's how I was brought up throwing, and that's right. you know, that's how I. Think. Do you have a, you're pretty lanky, but do you have a, a, a wider wingspan than most guys relative to your height? You suppose? I'm not sure. No, okay. I have no idea what my wingspan. is. We're not going to measure you right yeah. now. That would okay. be weird yeah. in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I want to go back to to sort of where started uh, things started clicking for you. Because I was going back and looking um, when you were at Rice. You mm-hmm. did two years at Rice. Mm-hmm. Your first year at Rice, you started, I think, almost exclusively? Yeah, only, yeah. Only ex- and, and it was a tough year, I think. Yeah. Walked more bad. than struck out. Oh, yeah. And then the next year you came back, I think you were working uh, as a closer or definitely out of the bullpen. I uh, started, and then I went straight to the bullpen, probably two starts in. Okay, yeah. And you were dominant. Yeah. You were dominant. So what happened in that transition? <coughs> Just a... Uh, 
made my arm path a little faster. So there was was there some mechanical going? Mechanical That's the only stuff thing. Yeah. In? Okay. That's the only thing we did was uh, just change my arm path. Is that right? That's it. Um, my arms swing back real far, and we just kind of just drop it, pick it up, and throw it. That's what we used. Okay. You know, that was our lingo, I guess. But it was just basically put it down to the side, pick it up, and just throw the baseball as hard as I could. And, and I gained about six miles an hour in two weeks. You, is that true? Mm-hmm. Was that, I mean, you know, you've been playing baseball for a while. Yeah. Was it sort of shocking to see, like, just a, maybe a little bit more efficiency in the mechanics making so much of a difference? Um, yeah, it was kind of crazy. I, I mean, I went out our first uh, spring practice, and I was throwing, like, 94. Uh-huh. And uh, they were like, what the hell's going on? And I was yeah. just like, I don't know, just throwing it harder. Just doing it. Yeah, and it just happened. No, so from there, so I think I think you probably fair to say that based on your junior season, you know, well, was, you know, going to a good program like Rice, mm-hmm. you could hope to get to, to hook on with a major league team at some point. Yeah, definitely. But after that senior year, or mm-hmm. after that year, second year with with Rice, you went you went and you got to be a third round pick. Yeah. Now it seems as though looking back, you've now you've started, you've gone back to starting almost exclusively with Cincinnati. What were the discussions early on? Did you have a sense that they drafted you as a starter right from the beginning? I um yeah right. Right when they drafted me, the guy the the guy I was talking to with the scout um, told me that I, I'm not going to be a reliever anymore. I'm going to be a starter. So right. the day after I signed, it was going back in the starting. Now, w- with regard, there's sort of a baseball orthodoxy suggests that to be a starter, it requires three pitches, right? And you have you have three pitches, but you're certainly fastball dependent. Mm-hmm. I have four now. But oh, you four? Okay, I, so I only threw fastball changeup, and then I'd like bounce a. Some, what we call a breaking ball, you know, in front of the plate down in the minors. Uh-huh. I mean, was that it, more of a show me situation? No, or? It was. No, it was like 0-2, and it was like, all right, bounce it about two feet in front of the plate, and they'd swing because they were looking for a fastball because that's all I threw. Right. So I mean, it was just kind of that. Then right. now up here, you actually have to locate it. So right. And so, so when you say you have four pitches now, is that because you sort of have a slider and a curve? Is that no, I have a slider and a curve. You have a slider and yeah. a curve, right? Now, was that was that an addition this year? Mm, I started throwing the slider, and then. We kind of worked it into a curveball. It started shaping as a curveball slow, and then we actually turned it into a curveball, and then I went back to throwing a harder slider. Okay, yeah. yeah it's right. still kind of slow, but it's it's harder than my curveball. But they're so. distinct pitches and, at this Yeah, point? they're different breaks and stuff. So, so it's, is it actually, for you, is it different out of the hand then, too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Different grips and then uh, different thought process, too, out in front of my body, so it's... Yeah, okay, the two right. different pitches. And that's interesting. You've mentioned a couple times, like thought, pro- like thought process, mechanics, thinking about it out out of your body. You talked about the sort of lingo you um, you used at Rice mm-hmm. to sort of change your mechanics. It's sort of an interesting situation where, like, you have to find a way to explain it to yourself almost yeah. to be able to have it work. Because yeah. you could see yourself on video, I imagine. But yeah. it seems like there have been a couple moments where just the way you phrased it to yourself was oh, the yeah. thing that changed it. That's how everyone is. Okay. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Have you seen yeah. any other instances of that when you've been around? Or? With uh, where, Lingo? Where, where, like, a guy, he, it clicks because he just has a way of explaining yeah, it to himself. Yeah, I talk to Manny all the time about it, and he, you know, he thinks differently than I do, and, you know, he does different things, and what clicks for him is, you know, a little bit different than me, and the way I say things might help him, and the way he says things help me. Like, whenever we get out in front, and I say, like, pull down, that kind of clicked with with him a little bit on his mechanics, but I don't know if And that's Manny, who is it, sir? Parr. Manny Parr, right. Yeah. Of course, we used to, used to play the Brewers. Yeah. Right. Um, now, with regard to the changeup, what's the status of the changeup these days? It's good. It's, uh, you know, it, it fell back a little bit in its process, because I was working so much on the slider and everything, but it's fine. It's just, uh, it's still there. I mean, right, I just right. haven't thrown it as much because uh, I'm still working on the slider. Still working on yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I want to ask you um, another question that's a little bit different. It is simultaneous to this uh, conversation. I'm working on a piece about 
um, Italian Americans in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Now your name is Tony Singrani. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually Anthony Singrani the yes. third, I think. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So uh, you come from a patriarchal family? Uh, not really. <laughs> no. no. My mom's my mom was like 100% Irish. Oh, okay. And, and uh, I didn't really know my dad's dad, and I think my dad's grandpa came from uh, Sicily. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I'm I mean I'm not I have no like roots you're, over you're, there. Yeah, yeah right. I'm not like a yeah. You're not uh, you, you don't eat pasta every night. Uh, or no, maybe you no. do. It's maybe just because cheap food. Yeah. Food <laughs> so in terms of the roots, you no, know, I think you're from. Is it New Lenox? Yes. New Lenox. Which I is grew n- up in Evergreen Park, okay. which is right by Oak Lawn, and then we moved to New Lenox okay. when I was a freshman. And it, now, do you know um, with regard? You said you didn't know him that well, but with regard to your your dad's dead, do you have a sense that he come right to Chicago or that area? Or yeah. Oh yeah. Did yeah. Both my parents grew up there, so. And and do you know what would have been been a thing? Like for example, my family's Italian. Mm-hmm. We came right into New York and then grew up in a town in uh, Bristol, Connecticut. Oh, actually, like where they grew up. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure because I know my my mom's grandma came from Ireland. From Ireland. Yeah, so I don't know. Off the boat. Yeah, yeah right off the boat. Right off the yeah. Boat. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> if they were around, I could ask them, but you know, they're not. So. Short of going back in time. Yeah. Yeah, then that would be it. All right. Well, that's great. Hey, thanks a lot. Good luck. All right, thank yeah. You.